Take the usual podcast hosting companies and you'll stay in expensive wonderland. Take the podcast of Matrix hosting and you'll experience a completely different world of whole podcast library hosting. Choose wisely at podcastofmatrix.com. That's podcastofmatrix.com. Are you troubled by pop culture references you don't understand? Does trying to figure out a good jumping on point in a long-running comic series keep you up at night? Have you or your friends or family seen a comic book-based movie, TV show, or cartoon and not known what was going on? If the answer is yes, then this is the podcast for you. My Big Fat Pull List. Our assembly of knowledgeable hosts are eager to help answer all your comic book-based pop culture questions. We're ready to geek out with you! Films based on comic book properties are nothing new. Hollywood has been making them for decades. As movie-making technology progresses, the more fantastic a film based off of a comic book can look. In the 1970s, we believed a man could fly in Superman. In the 80s, we had a dark night watching out for us in Batman. And in the 90s, we had anti-heroes kicking ass and taking names in The Mask, Spawn, and Blade. But it wasn't until the turn of the century that a film came along that redefined the way comic book superhero movies would be accepted by fans and critics alike. We live in an age of on-screen superheroes thanks to The X-Men! Iron your yellow spandex suit one last time and grab a box of tissues. We're delivering the eulogy for the seventh highest grossing film series in movie history as we look back on the X-Men film franchise. I feel that's a really unfair sentence to say because we never actually got yellow spandex. We got a briefcase with orange and tan, but we never actually got the blue and yellow that I desired so heavily. But he did mention it in... X-Men 1. Yeah, it was a shot at us, the fucking nerds. What would you prefer, yellow spandex? Wow. See, I, I see yeah. that Pistol has some wow. very strong feelings. He had some salt in his lines choice today. About yeah. that first film. Hi, everybody. Welcome to my big fat pull list. I am Mr. X. I'm Smurfy. I'm Pistol Danger. Bang. Oh, wow, we brought the bang. Oh, I always hey. bring the bang. And, uh, Ladies, sometimes. gentlemen. Mutants of all ages. Yeah. Hi. No, mutants of legal ages. Don't make me into a pervert. <laughs> Whoa! Too late for that. True. I am super excited to talk about this. What about you guys, I, Mr. X? I'm I'm kind of sad. As, yeah. as the biggest X Men fan thrilled. of this group, I would say yes. <laughs> Thank you, Smurfy X. <laughs> yeah, Mr. X is gonna kill me. No, I'm not gonna kill you. <laughs> I'm not gonna kill you. Yeah, I, I don't want to take anybody's enjoyment away. I mean, I I, I love the X Men. I love the comic books. I love the movies for what they should be. I love the the animation. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. What we're doing today is, if you didn't know, Disney has bought Fox. And now Disney owns the X-Men once again. So therefore, the X-Men films that Fox were making no longer count. Thank God. Yes. To an an extent. To an extent. extent, I'm a little concerned on how the MCU is going to introduce 
mutants into their film universe. I mean, I think they have a couple of easy ways in. Uh, well, I, I don't oh. think there's any easy ways. In. There's creative ways in, and then there's lazy ways in. Okay, but fair. again, that's fair. Still getting ahead of ourselves. We're yeah. going to talk about it all, but really, what we're going to do is we are going to go through each of the X Men films and just kind of reminisce good and, and bad uh, yeah good and bad and we're gonna bond over our love and hatred of the good and the bad of the x-men film franchise if you'll notice we're saying x-men because we're not talking deadpool or deadpool 2 or, or once upon a deadpool yeah, which i still haven't uh, seen but i want to it's not that great i own it and it, really? it, it, it totally interrupts the flow of the movie Really? The only you really want to fast forward through the movie to get the French Savage parts because those are epic. Uh, yeah. But yes, they are they are correct. Smurfy is correct. We are not counting the two Deadpool films or the New Mutants, which will be released April of 2020, but it should have been released April of 2018. Technically, the final in the mutant franchise, but since it technically doesn't matter and it doesn't count, we're not lumping it in with the actual. X-Men films. And as always, spoilers are in effect. Our feelings on the subject matter. The comic books. They're good. Done. Agreed. And to be fair, though, how many of the X-Men comics have you read? Pistol. This is the pistol. Quite Mr. a lot. X, I think I know where you stand. But. Well, uh, you can you can take a look and see right. how many boxes. I literally can read box right. one, That's why two, you're right, right now, seven, like back issues. You, you count, but you, 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 you don't count. Because like, I consider you to be an expert. So if you're an expert on the subject, then of course you're going to have a lot of it. And you're, oh, course, I you know about you. it. There's boxes. Me and him, not yeah. so much experts. Because like, my mm-hmm. X-Men collection is really kind of hit or miss with really weird runs. My collection used to be fairly good. But I gave a lot up when I moved from my uh, mom to my grandma, so I lost a fair amount of '90s X-Men comics. Mm. I think I still have 2099 one through 20. Oh, nice! But I, I might also just have 2099 number one. Um, <laughs> still that, a good book. Yeah, and then uh, I've been I've jumped on after Extinction. Was that the last event that restarted everything? For Uncanny? Mm, for Uncanny? Yes, kind of. Yeah, okay. I say sort of. We're, what... all, we're about to have another yeah. relaunch okay. yet again with uh, Jonathan Hickman taking over. Yeah. Again, the... again? Yes. Again, again. again, again. Yes. All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, that's kind of where, I, I've, I've, where, that's where I've been collecting. Like, I've been reading X-Men ever since, obviously because of Maggot and many other things, because, like, there's so many ways to consume comics nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. easy. Like, I, I used to have Marvel Unlimited for a year. I split oh, yeah. it. I split the thing with my buddy in Texas, and we just read comics. And I, there you go. Like, there you go. I had the Uncanny X Men where Juggernaut was on the team because okay. that intrigued me, and that that started the snowball effect. Where also that led branched into X Men Legacy and every other X Men spinoff that happened, and then it got right. to the point where I was like, too many titles, and I had to start shopping them off. And as they started kind of coming to an end, that's when I was like, yeah. all right. So I kind of jumped the shark, and then now I'm sadly back into it again. It, so, it, yeah. it comes in uh, waves. Waves, yeah, it it's, really does. Ebbs and flows. Once upon a time, when it started, it was one book. Then there was two books. Then it was seven books. Then it went back down to two books again. And then it grew back and forth, back and forth. We would have to devote an entire episode about my just my love of the X-Men comics. So I'm just going to put it this way. I love the book. I love what it stands for. Mm -hmm. And I love the characters that were created and exist in this universe. So that being said... When you get to see these characters on the big screen, yes. you're elated. Or at least 
you you hope you can be. You hope to be elated. You hope to be elated. <laughs> X-Men, released July 14th, 2000. This film came out four days after I turned 21. Oh. I had so much anticipation built up where this movie was concerned. This is the one film I have seen over and over and over and over again in the theater when it came out. I've never done that with another movie. On average, three is probably my limit on going to a theater to watch a movie. I saw X-Men seven times in the theater, including opening night. I still have the ticket stub for that first showing. And I went, of course, by myself. Yeah. Because at that point in time, I did not, I, I had just moved back to St. Louis from, a, I was hanging out in a small town for several years, did not have my clan, my geek clan with me. So I, I experienced this movie for the first time by myself, and I, I was grinning like an idiot. I mean, absolutely grinning like an idiot, because for the very first time, I'm seeing characters that I've only seen on the page or in cartoons finally come to life. And even though the film does have problems, I mean, when you watch, when you go back and rewatch it now, it's dated. I mean, mm-hmm. all, all the effects are dated. Oh yeah, and the film, the the way that the film was shot was dated is dated as well. But there are certain points, especially anything that's got Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen, Charles and, and Eric going back and forth with each other. Any of that stuff still holds up, the oh, acting yeah. wise mm-hmm. and the dialogue. Even though it is a dated film, it's one that I enjoy revisiting at least two or three times a year. Yeah, I would agree to that. In hindsight, I see a lot of flaws in it nowadays, Mm -hmm. but I still can enjoy it for what it was. Right. And that, I think, is the most important thing, because whereas you saw X-Men, I think you said seven times, I saw Spider-Man five. Oh, wow. Okay. Spider-Man. And this made that possible. I think I saw this three times in theaters, once with my family, Mm -hmm. once by myself, and once with my friends. And loved it. Like I, I, I had a couple of complaints, but like honestly, this movie—it is going to sound really weird out of everything—really made me like Toad and wish there were more Toad. Because <laughs> Ray Park what? is such a badass oh, he, he, no, as Toad. Yeah. I've I've gone to Comic Cons and actually paid to see him, and he doesn't disappoint in any of his shows. Like he once took our whole audience because it was a bit small outside into like this big hall and did just this amazing demonstration oh, of yeah. martial arts. Uh. Like some guy had like a dual, like a fake lightsaber. Yeah. He did a demonstration with that guy's lightsaber. It was amazing. He, he still was does great. this day. Yeah. There's a video of him at the last Comic-Con. Some kid handed him his toy double-sided lightsaber and he took it and did the whole Darth Maul double-sided with flips and everything. Awesome. And like handed it back to the yeah. kid, making sure not to break the toy in the process because you tell he was being real careful not to hit it on the well, ground. Well, yeah, right. And I was like, mad respect to that guy. Not only do you do something cool like the kid can remember forever, you respect to the toy. And, and, and the very fan. rarely do we ever throw out any love for Toad. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like that's my, you know what? My big thing, I, I wanted more of him. I want more Toad. Yeah, well, yeah. Because I think he was that bad, and he didn't really talk a lot. And you were kind of like, for his potential, like I feel like they didn't even tap into it. Sadly, the use of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants or yeah. the Brotherhood of Mutants, whichever, Whatever. whichever Whatever. name you want to use, sadly underutilized oh, throughout yeah. the entire franchise. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I think honestly, this has this like so. This is the start of the cast of the X Men, and I think they did a really good job casting everybody. 
The only issue I have, and I love Sir Ian McKellen and I love Patrick Stewart, mm-hmm. is even back then, one of the things I was like, they're a little bit older than I would have imagined them being. But I understand when you can get Sir Ian McKellen and Sir Patrick Stewart, well, yeah. you get Sir Ian McKellen, <laughs> you get Sir Patrick Stewart. Right. Because they knocked it out of the park. I would agree with you if they wouldn't have casted Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. I would totally be on board because the rest of that cast is really, really young. But Hugh Jackman's clearly older. So you're like, okay, there's that balance that's not like really old dude hanging out with some teenagers, kind of creepy. Yeah, Hugh but- Jackman's like in his like, like 30s or 40s. So you're like, okay, it kind of fits but in. But you got to think about 30s. that. Technically speaking, 40s. in the but, comic I mean, technically- books, Wolverine was the old guy, too. He was. No, you're, he you're was not older wrong. than Charles. I know, but, but I'm well, old well, oh, I mean, he's okay, right. by decades. Yeah. You know, is he but I'm just saying by looks on the movie, you know, that's why yeah. I thought it flowed really well. What are your memories of the first one? My first, Did you see it in the theater when it came I, out? You know what? I, I don't remember. What I remember What I remember about the movie is getting it on Christmas. Okay. Oh, okay. My parents gave me like you know the DVD, and it was really cool because the DVD- Really? My, my first memory was they gave it in DVD, and uh, it was that really cool slide. It was all cardboard. And when you slid it out, it had uh, Cerebro on it, the little circle on it. And when you put it in, the, the menu was really cool, had tons of extras in it. And I just remember watching it over and over and over again. Like, oh, that Christmas, I must have watched it like six times. Wow. That, that's, that's why fair. that's the memory yeah. sticks with me. Like, I can't remember if I saw it in theaters or not, but I definitely remember it on DVD. And I definitely remember the part where Wolverine pops his claws of the shotgun the first time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't say I had a DVD right off the bat. I had the VHS copies. My first As DVD I, I owned. Which broke... Because I watched it so many times, and then, of course, got to buy a new one. Mm-hmm. Oh, technology. If I can just say the one thing that I did not like about it immediately, Halle Berry's accent. Oh, no, you know what? Halle Berry, in general, I hate to say it. Uh, you know what? Horrible. I disagree. I think she did good as Storm. Just that first movie where she where she brought the a- uh, the accent right. really graded me. I, I, I take it back. I think they just gave her really crappy dialogue. That's probably fair. I don't he, think it was her accent. Some of the dialogue like, for the other characters... Didn't really matter. It, it, well, uh, unfortunately, at this point in time, the formula still hadn't been cracked on right. how to balance an ensemble yet. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, we, we are still you know a good decade away from a movie like The Avengers right. and things like that. So, Guardians, Guard, yeah, I, any any of the team movies now, we wouldn't have those if it were not for this first film being such a success, mm-hmm. and we wouldn't have this film if it weren't for Howard the Duck. <laughs> X2, X-Men United, May 2nd, 2003. What a stupid name for what, honestly, I feel is the best of the three and really ranks high up there in the whole order for me. Yeah. To me, this focused more on characters more Mm -hmm. than, I think, the action, and I appreciated that. Also, I just loved Nightcrawler. He was always one of my favorite X-Men, so to see him in the big screen was what I really wanted. If they weren't yeah. like, so then let me re- retrace. The one thing that I I felt was a personal shot at me almost is something I said earlier was, what would you prefer, yellow spandex? And as a child in my head, I'm like, yeah, that's what I want. That's, <laughs> that's what I want, man. Give it to me. So like to see him, like, because to me, he doesn't look like the rest. He's blue, got elf ears. He is the mutant in the mutants. If that makes yes. sense to you guys, yes. yeah, yeah, no. So like seeing him live and seeing the way they did him, like they took his, they they took I feel like him and turned his like I'd say seven or eight Christianity all the way up to twelve, and I I appreciated that and I enjoyed that. I liked it a lot. 
he did have all those scars on him because every time he sinned, he'd kind yeah, of well, it's, it's it was angelic tattoos. Yeah, to, angelic tattoos. It was like right. little certain, to, yeah, yeah. yeah, redeem himself. Right. right. But the Still thing is, cool. though, is that you, your your yellow spandex argument is mm-hmm. nowadays. We're, we've been able to transfer what was on the comic book page and kind of sort of make it work in superhero films. Yes. Back then, I don't think it would have worked. I think it, it would uh, have yeah. looked it would have looked hokey. I would have at least liked them to have tried, like maybe put yellow like a little on this. I think in the second or third one, they do add like yellow stripes it, or whatever. Yes, Fancy, yeah. But like, I would have liked them to at least have tried to add some color other than just black. Fantastic it's, Four, this is Fantastic Four movies. They put them in the blue uniforms, and people did not like it. I thought they looked fine. Right, but I'm saying as, as overall, people were like, eh. But the thing is, is that I don't think Hugh Jackman would have looked right with no. a headdress. With, <laughs> or with, I'm sorry, not a headdress, but with a mask, a face mask. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's it. Yeah. It doesn't. The hair wasn't the same way it, it looked in the comic book. Right. Yeah. So I never, I've never actually had an issue with costuming, except for once the reboot prequel started, and you could actually do stuff like that and then they fail at it but again we're not there right yet, there yet. We'll right. Get there. with x2 uh this was this was great because it was kind of a mixture of two comic book stories uh, it was a mixture of return to weapon x mm-hmm. and god, god loves, loves man, man kills, kills. Yeah. also another reason i was a huge fan of this right uh now of course you know the character of striker is mashed into a military leader right mm-hmm. instead of just a preacher but we actually get ourselves a human villain that is a threat mm-hmm. and actually is able to take down the X-Men in the school like pretty damn quick. I think to that credit, though, he is military trained and they are not expecting well, it. Yeah. They, yeah. I, I mean, they That's put up a pretty though. good fight, though. Like Colossus and Wolverine tear through a the, couple people. The two scenes that stand out the most in the movie, yeah. the Nightcrawler intro, which is oh, yeah. mind-blowing because yeah. the special effects, you were like, whoa. Like, still gives me goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That and the attack on the school. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. the the, in the the scenes that hold out the part one of the coolest things Kitty Pride, yeah, which she actually yeah, Kitty Pride goes through the bed and starts going through walls that can't get her, right? And then yeah. all of a sudden the one dude makes the wrong turn, walks into Colossus's room, and they shoot him, and nothing. And all of a sudden the guys look at each other, and next thing you know they're flying through a wall. And I was like, oh, which I have which to say, awesome. that transformation scene of Colossus going into metal form, awesome. Yeah. That's how it's supposed to be, to be done, right. folks. Yeah, that was uh, awesome. the only the only thing that was a little off was he does get bigger. Yeah, when he in the comic books he gets bigger, bigger. when he mm-hmm. transformed. That one they did, but I'm okay. But he was already a big guy, yeah. anyway. right? And he was a teen, so and they had him do, they had him do liquid metal as opposed to like his plates. Well, as they, but I was kind of okay with that. When you go to the next few movies, anytime you see him, they they go for that shiny liquid metal right. form instead of the plate metal that they right. had him in this one for that that brief second on screen sadly yeah. but again it is one of the, the the high marks of that second movie the problem is it's called x-men united they're more divided because they get well they were divided because of the attack location right mm-hmm. but i mean i would have even been okay with uncanny x-men yeah yeah or just x2 or, or x2. x2 like x-men x2 leave it at that right yeah. you're right it's x2 is fine they can do it with Mighty Ducks 2, D2. I would have been cool if they did give it, like, X-Men 2, God Loves, Man Kills. I would have been fine with yeah. something like that. Hashtag. Or Return to Weapon X yeah. or something like that. This movie I saw only four times okay. in the theater. Only four. All right. The very first time I saw it, group of friends, mm-hmm. but my glasses were broke. Oh. 
How did you see? I had to take the lenses and hold them. And I held them. I I, I literally shoved them. them. I monocled, double monocled. (laughs) Hello. You and can't see it at home, but they are both <laughs> pantomiming, both pantomiming, this. putting <laughs> yes. stuff in, into our eyes. I should have recorded it. And I, I have to say, ouch! Yeah. By the time Worth I, it. by the time the movie was over, because this was this was just over a two hour movie. Oh yeah. My face hurt, but I wouldn't have changed anything. All right, there you go. X Men: The Last Stand, May twenty sixth, two thousand six. I had high hopes for this movie based off the trailer. Yeah. I did see, I did see this yeah. in theaters. Yep. And I was excited because I was like, we get Beast. Awesome. We get Beast. We Kelsey get Grammer. Juggernaut. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Kelsey yeah. Grammer as, mm-hmm. as Beast. Uh, Vinnie Jones. Cast. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then as I'm watching the movie, I was like, man, they really branched out. You had multiple men. Yep. Juggernaut. They focused more on like not only phys- uh, Mystique, but then you start introducing like Angel, and you're you're really expanding out. Right. And I was super excited. And at the end of the movie, I was like, oh, what was that pile of crap? Well, let's just say the trailers lied to us. Oh, hardcore. Mm-hmm. Well, hardcore. they didn't lie. They just showed us everything that we wanted to see to get us into the theater. Correct yep. me if I'm wrong, but didn't they show the Iceman versus Pyro fight in the trailer? Because that's what uh, got me probably. excited. And then, see, you know, this, is, this is one of the times where we finally like, oh. get, like, the brotherhood. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's Not a really. weird brotherhood. It's, it's the brotherhood mixed in with Morlocks. Uh, yeah, Morlock. Because there's a lot of Morlock characters in there. Yes, there were a lot of throwaway characters yeah. that may, maybe had one or two lines. Arclight, who is a marauder, yeah, who oh, actually yeah. helped kill the Morlocks. Right. She was there. Callisto, the yeah. leader of the Morlocks, was she was there. She wasn't missing an eye. No. She didn't have an eye patch. And then you had some dude Quill. Quill. Quill out yeah. of nowhere. Blob was in it. No, because that guy that was able blob. to. That wasn't Blob. blob. No, because Blob can't oh, like, compact right. himself. But see, that's the problem, because I thought they, they, the people were calling him the Blob, because we thought it was until he compacted, and everyone's like, well, that's not Blob. Yeah, exactly. Well, a lot of people say that Toad is in the movie, too, in the scene where everybody's listening to Magneto preach. Somebody says you can see him crawl. Oh. Like some, but somebody is crawling on the wall, but it's not and Toad. Knew, well, if knew. it was Toad, then it you know you would have him out in front. Yes. Right. Because it's Toad. Mm-hmm. Supposedly he's dead. Yeah. yeah. What happens you know, to lightning? This, right. this, what happens to a Toad when it's struck by lightning? The same, same thing that happens to everything else. Cool. Wow. Nailed great, it. Great, great line from that first movie. Jesus. You know what? For the longest time, for the longest time, I, I, tried to, I tried to champion this movie yeah. by saying that if it only had another half an hour for character and story building... Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be that bad because so. there are a lot of characters that are thrown There's in tons. there. Tons you can just throw, just chuck in there for no reason. The problem is, is that you're shoving two conflicting storylines. You're trying to yeah. do the Dark Phoenix, yep. which yeah. you shouldn't because you oh, haven't yeah, done the Phoenix that. yet, right. correct? And then you're doing the whole mutant cure thing. Mm-hmm. These stories are, are are good enough for solo plot. Yeah, they are. They you know, are. yeah. And yet again, we're going to come po- back to the Dark yeah, Phoenix. Right. We we are. It, it all is full circle. Right. Huh? And and another thing about it is is that yet again we focus on Wolverine. Yeah. And it seems that this this first trilogy did a lot of that. It's like mm-hmm. okay, so who are we going to focus on? Well, we'll focus on Wolverine. Well, isn't this called the X Men? 
Yeah. How about Xavier? But Wolverine's an X Men too. Magneto. I don't mind the first movie focusing on Wolverine and either. Hash and Slash and Rogue, Rogue because, yeah, because bit, that was a because that was the, that was the focal point story point. So well, they were our intro yeah, into the right, X Men. Like we saw it through intro. their eyes, but then so after fine. that, and there was a twist. Remember, yeah, it was yes. like we were, we're all thinking that Magneto it wants Wolverine. Wolverine was like, really oh, wants how do you think it's always about you? Yeah, right. And he's like, oh damn. It's like, oh, crap, he's after the little girl. Okay. Yeah. And then the movies were like, no, 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 Magneto, you were wrong. <laughs> it's <laughs> all about Hugh Jackman. And, and I get you're paying them big money, but then, like you said, the second one, they didn't have to focus on him. They could have started focusing more on the team. And I feel yep. like that they did a little, but not really, because they do branch off, but it's it's oh. Iceman and Pyro in Which and I love Pyro. Going with Wolverine, of course, though, in yeah. Scott's car, and you're like... Okay, but again, Wolverine's right. gonna tell you know, you're like, Ugh. well, also, the, I feel a problem with X3 is you can introduce all these new characters, focus on them because yes. you established everybody else. You established Wolverine, mm-hmm. so you, you can focus, Cyclops, yeah, you, you can focus on Angel, Rogue, right. focus on the Phoenix part or right. the Cure part, focus on one, not the other. Yeah, one there the are a lot issues. of missed opportunities. Mm-hmm. I feel well throughout the entire these first three movies, I feel Cyclops totally underutilized. Oh yeah. Yes. Hardcore. He went from being a major badass in the comics, just being like a, 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 a C-less yeah. character. He's kind of like, he's kind of professor's, uh, just guy who pushes his chair. But he's the yeah. leader, but not really. Like, yeah, yeah very. He's a nerd. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, cries nerd. a lot. Yeah, yeah, he cries a lot with glasses. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was upset about that. I was upset with the fact that, you know, we just, we're just going to kill off people willy-nilly in this mm-hmm. film. Oh, yeah. I only saw this movie once in the theater because I walked out going, "Ugh, wow, what what did I just see? What an end to the X-Men trilogy. Ugh. Which is sad because it has a lot of good points to it, like, but well, like they just... They took a lot of really good ingredients and then just threw them all in a stew and was like, good enough. We did it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's called Irish cooking. Let's just throw it all in a pot and see what happens. I'm I mean, like, like I said, one of the highlights. Let's try and stay positive here, gentlemen, because I feel like one of us gets what? a little too negative, Smurfy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, High point. I'm the salty Magneto one. Magneto ripping up the Golden Gate Bridge to make it reach mm-hmm. over to Alcatraz. Awesome scene. Other high Amazing point. Scene. It's so badass. He turns day into and night. Yeah. night. Like immediately as soon uh, as they're done. Yeah. Like, well, another. I thought another really cool part. Kind of gave me goosebumps is when the X Men actually like line up. They're like, all right, guys, yeah. we're the line. Stand strong. Yes. yes. And I was like, awesome. Only, only if there might have been a couple other X Men yes, too, because there five. was a. Six, right, whatever. It, really? it was a small number yeah. versus an army, and in, and in the comic books you can get away with that, but usually that five mm-hmm. are powerhouses. They're, they're your ultimate that can powerhouses. Take on large groups. Right. This was Storm, <laughs> Logan, yep. which are powerhouses. Let's not. They, they but are. then they are. here's where we get a little bit Beast, which Ooh. can be kind of a powerhouse. Kitty man. Pride yeah, mm-hmm. and no, Iceman. You know. I'm sorry, I also forgot Colossus. Colossus. Yes. So you Cl- had six. That's when they, yeah. you had six. The two powerhouses story. here are Storm right. and Wolverine. Everyone else is an inexperienced Coloss- rookie. No, Colossus was, was fairly- Colossus is st- Colossus might have been the top of his grade, Beast, but he's still inexperienced. Beast was already graduated. <laughs> like to me, there should have been like a scene where in the danger room doing some stuff yeah. and being like sweating off, and then he's like, "Oh, are you ready to do?" And then gone right into the 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 stuff you hired Kelsey Grammer for. Well, yeah. let us not forget that there was a danger room scene that there was. was. We see a sentinel. piss port. No, we don't. You see the head. We we see. We see a robot the head. outline in the smoke of a sentinel, and then we get to see a CGI head. Yes. Time out. But that fastball special was god awful. Well, it doesn't really work like it 
does in the comic book because <laughs> Colossus is incredibly large and Logan is incredibly short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a fastball true. special no, works in the when, comic book. Not when they're both but six, not in seven. the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 The not the when they're size. both the six, same seven. size. Yeah, exactly. No, we're not going to talk about it, but it probably would have worked in the Deadpool movies. I know we're not talking about it, it but that Colossus. Oh, yes, yeah. it probably no, yeah, would. That, that Colossus would have. Uh, if I can, though, like one of the things I did like and not a lot of people liked into, and it's something stupid, but like. I did like Vinnie Jones as Juggernaut. I did like that they leaned into what made him popular at the time. With the it dates terribly Get now, out. but no, I thought that was out fun. Of the Danger Room cha- Studio, my, chasing my, her. Here's the thing: my two things. I okay, that was fine. The chase yeah. was fine. The line "I'm the Juggernaut, bitch," bitch just yeah. because of that stupid, stupid YouTube. YouTube video. No, I'm I mean, sorry. I'm not saying. Those yeah, that's the only reason they put it in was there. It was the only, only reason. reason. And, and the thing is, is that you don't cater. Stop catering to the lowest common denominator. Yeah. Cater to them. Cater to me. My problem about Juggernaut was besides the way he did. Like, I, I didn't care as Vinny Jones. I thought, he's, I thought he was fine. The outfit I thought was a little weird, but it was more like, uh, what was it? Ultimate X-Men at the time. I think wasn't that starting to come out? Yes. So that's the kind yeah, of, but the kind of that look. Ultimate X Men still looks better than better that, than right? Because yeah, it's again, it's all oh, you got to remember. This is also still it's the time where face. you can't cover your the actor's Extra. face. They mm-hmm. have to have eighty five percent of the movie their faces be even their own screen. They have to be because remember exposed. why did why did Peter Parker keep on taking that damn yeah, mask off all the yeah. time? Yeah, I hate because it's so in the contract right. mm-hmm. that my face that his face gets to be around. It's called Spider Man, but it's mostly Peter Parker. Yeah. I, I really liked Multiple Man. I thought they they utilized yeah, the two scenes. Other positive, yeah, yeah my but other you know positive. what though? But still, I'm saying like I was like out of all because mm-hmm. they did throw a lot of characters at you. So they all got short screen time. But I thought it was pretty cool. Like Multiple, multiple Man. Man, I feel like they should have converted to the good side, and he should have been the army that had the X Men's back. The the problem is too, you the, could have thrown like like Mister X said, you could have easily had a whole bunch of the younger X Men behind oh, yeah, the yeah. more veteran X Men yeah. and actually made like a, a, a team? team. Yeah, but then you're throwing children into yeah. a war oh, and then you wrong. get into the whole sh- schism well, storyline where was, where, was where was nightcrawler we already uh, talked well, about funny story well yes but we we already had a blue character in x3 so we couldn't have this is the studio talking we couldn't mm-hmm. have two blue characters because it would be confusing what yes. i heard from alan mr alan we're buddies your yeah, personal he, uh, buddies with Alan Cummings? They talked to him, and they were like, we'd like you to... He's like, okay, I'll do the role. And then they were like, all right, the prosthetic makeup will take about seven hours to go through. And he goes, how long is my scene? And they go, 15 minutes. And he went past. Well, there's no reason then. Right. Yeah, so he goes past. There's no reason for a I cameo of that I right. honestly believe both of those are true points. And that yeah. would just been the end fight. And he was just like, pass. I'm not going to be in it just for an end fight for 15 minutes. We'll boil it like, down to this. X-Men The Last Stand was the beginning of the questionable decisions by Fox's producers and studio heads when it came to the X-Men franchise. X-Men Origins, Wolverine, May 1st, 2009. A lot of May release dates here. Right? Uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, the the majority of it all comes out in the the beginning of the summer. Yeah. You're going to see a very big trend there. So here we go. We're uh, we're gonna do a solo movie of the origin of Wolverine. Well, in fairness, Hugh Jackman didn't get a lot of screen time in those first right. three X Men movies. Yeah. So let's focus on Beaten the guy the who they don't see a lot. Wolverine. Whole, three movies and barely any Wolverine. Hardly so he gets his own movie. Six right. seasons in a movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> if I can be honest, this movie would have been perfect. If they would have taken the first 15 minutes of the team building and made that the whole yes. movie. If they would have had the whole movie based around the Weapon X guys, yep. 
Yeah. I mean, no, no, no. Are, they kind of did. I, I kind of like that, like that like concept. If you had that whole yeah. concept and then like cut out the last half hour or so. No, no, cut out the last full hour. It's, uh, where I mean, this movie is concerned, the earlier stuff when Logan is trying to not be a violent person mm-hmm. is kind of boring. Yes. Because they beat you over the head. Oh, he doesn't want to be he, an animal. He's a lumberjack. Mm-hmm. Right. Jack. And, and I have absolutely no problem with the fact that they made Sabretooth and Wolverine brothers. brothers. That's, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I was okay with that. Liv Shriver's performance as Victor oh, Creed. Phenomenal. Great. Probably the best thing in this damn movie. That opening intro was fantastic. Yes. Those two fighting back to back. We were like, okay, I get why he wants to be a pacifist because he went through all these decades of mm-hmm. violence. Yeah. It makes sense. Where things go kind of south is halfway through the movie, uh, instead of focusing on all this black ops stuff yeah. that we're all expecting, because you know by now we all know the story of Wolverine's origins. You're like, he did some dark shit back mm-hmm. then, before he got the adamantium and the, the memory wipes and all, right. all of that stuff. Uh, the, the whole process, the whole little subplot of that, they wanted to do the process on Victor, but his healing factor wasn't strong enough, so he wouldn't survive. Right. So they go with their second choice, and Victor. That's why Victor is so hates Wolverine. Mailed. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, he's mad, but but again, it's uh, like I wanted true. to be the ultimate weapon, but he gets to the guy who doesn't want to be a weapon yeah. gets go to the, be the you weapon. You with the pacifist, not your number one soldier. Like, how dare you? Like, right. And, and, and you get it. And that rivalry could have been something that you would have gone, oh well, now I understand why Sabretooth was all gung-ho about going after Wolverine in that first movie. And, well, you and could also explain... Like, well, yeah, growled well, at him because yeah, he hated him. Because <laughs> Tyler Maine's not really an, <laughs> an actor, actor, so... I, I, was, he looked, fantastic. I was joking. He looked, he looked, he looked, he looked, he looked, as a hobo Sabretooth. Right. Yeah, I was joking. But the thing is, is that you could have done something to where, before the end of the movie, Victor augments himself... So, you know, he doesn't get the adamantium, right. but he doubles his mutation or something yeah. like that. Yeah. He increases healing And factor. then that's why he looks like Tyler Maine yeah. in that first movie. He bulked up a little bit, right? Looks but like even though there. there were characters that appeared in X1 and X2, it's almost like the the filmmakers Forgot. didn't want to try to connect the franchise together because mm-hmm. this was a prequel. They even forgot about all of those flashbacks yeah. Logan oh, was yeah. having <laughs> throughout all of those oh films God, because right. the process in which he got the adamantium in this totally movie different. seemed pretty easy yeah. yeah, and not so traumatic as we were led to believe. And not so mind-altering. Those yeah. were bullets. Yeah, right. And then the fact that you have a young Cyclops mm-hmm. being shoehorned into this, oh, yeah. a version of Emma, Emma Frost, Frost who doesn't use any mental abilities, no, just the diamond, diamond form. form. A very bad cgi Patrick Stewart... Standing walking around, in, yeah. hey, join the X-Men. My lips aren't moving. You guys cool. either come in the helicopter right. or stay here. Mm. Yeah. And right. then creepy the helicopter. Yes. Right. The, uh, the ending. The, you mean the weapon, what they call it, 13 or whatever? Here's the thing. Like, I don't hate the idea of what they did. I hate the idea of who they did it to. Like right. taking all yeah. these mutant powers and just being like, they're all together is like is a cool idea. It's, it's like cool this idea. monster you build, but don't do it. To the fan favorite character, yeah, don't, don't, nick, do don't, don't, don't do it to Deadpool. Don't nickname it Deadpool. Yeah. Like we call this guy with three, aka Deadpool, and you're like, ah, mm-hmm. jerks. Just call it something else. Don't call it that. Yeah. Well, I mean, personally speaking, I don't even. I, I didn't even care for that whole process. That whole no. subplot of oh, we're going to steal powers from other mutants. And we have and to put kill you to get else. it. We have to kill yeah. you to get Wouldn't it. Wouldn't it have been great to see Wolverine go up against I don't know somebody like Omega Red? Yes. No. <laughs> what what I what? want Wolverine what? boxing the blob. Oh yeah, we get that. 
Don't worry, we got that, buddy. It's in there. Yeah, we got the no. blob. That's how he was just stupid. Yeah. Well, what about the like, made, just they, the waste like, of characters? They made up a character. Will I am. Yeah. He right. Specter. Yeah. He's not a real. He's character. not a real character. Yeah. They literally create that character because they wanted Deadpool to have the teleportation ability instead of yeah. giving him a device. And well, instead of you know coming up with uh, you know or anything else. Uh, right. Will I am liked liked Nightcrawler. He wanted to be a Nightcrawler like. Right. Character. So they have him teleport. Well, yeah. like okay, well you can't be Nightcrawler. Yeah. Yeah. be teleport. But though. you can at least teleport. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And that was that so, was yeah. the whole reason for his character. This I thought was it was dumb. To me, this took X 3s waste of potential and just like, oh yeah, what was that? Hold my beer. Right. I <laughs> got this. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. This. Well, was you know what though? This, the horrible. Ca- it was, but the cast they had was pretty. It's good. It should have like, been a great movie. Some of yeah. those guys, like you know, all the all the special ops guys, were all pretty good actors. Had some yeah. funny scenes. They're action packed. I loved it. I mean, and I the was actors like, did their best. Stretch it. The out, writers right? did their no, worst. That, yeah, and this is something that I'm, that. Uh, this is something I'm going to bring up now mm-hmm. instead of waiting for later. If the writers of the films would have just picked up, oh, I don't know, a comic book, yeah, no <sighs> there are some great stories that they could have watered down drastically, yeah. mm-hmm. but still follow some of those stories. You could have had a kick-ass X-Men Origins Wolverine, but yeah. because this movie did so poorly, mm-hmm. the Origins line of films, because there was going to be oh, a yeah. whole series. Oh, yeah. Gambit, Magneto were just the two. Magneto yeah. was supposed to be mm-hmm. the next one. Mm-hmm. Nope, gone. Canceled. Yeah. But of course, most of that ended up being shoved into the X Men First Class script. But we'll get to that when we get to that. Well, let's not forget this movie also had the one huge issue with it: it got leaked. Yeah, that's right. The, it did. the movie, the movie got a lot of leaked. Thought the special without effects without the finished special effects. Oh, so well. there was a scene where the whole movie got leaked. No, the special effects were finished. The, the, yeah, the leak. The leak, that... the leak. My buddy showed me and had. Mm-hmm which was the full movie that was out there, okay. did not have most of the special effects in it. And the part I'm talking about in particular was the part where, I forget what his name Claws is, was in fighting. The no, okay. he was fighting Wolverine, right? right. There's a part where he takes his pistols, he throws them in the air, mm-hmm. takes out two extra uh, mag, you know, magazines. The guy who's supposed to be Maverick? And shoots, right? Yeah, the guy's supposed to be Maverick. The pistols aren't there. The scene is, is he literally takes his hands, goes up in the air, comes back down, and goes with finger guns okay. because they did not have finished the edit he showed me that clip because he was like here's how bad it is though and like, oh. i was like the, the, the special so. effects are so terrible in this oh. that i thought no, the movie the wasn't that bad. no most of them were bad which the claws well the claws sing. were no, animated well, yeah. the the helicopter scene where he's cutting it down i thought was all right x-men first class may 25th 2011 uh, I'll be honest, I did not have high hopes going into this. Same uh, here. Uh, so I was pleasantly surprised that it wasn't terrible. Like, they did Darwin wrong real bad. Uh, but you know what? I thought it was a step in a better direction, in a right direction, to the X-Men franchise. It wasn't a cluster like The Last Stand. It wasn't mind-numbingly stupid like X-Men Origins. So to me, it felt like... It was probably the best X-Men I had seen after X2. It felt like whoever saw this had at least read a comic and was like, okay, we can do this and this. So that was it. I liked it. Yeah, they read a comic, but not an X-Men comic. No, but I mean, they read a comic. I saw this with somebody here in this very room. I wasn't with you. It was me. Yeah. Oh. And, And do you remember what you said to me after the movie? The first line you told me when we walked out of the theater. What What did I say? What was the first words you, you, out of my you mouth? You sat there. And this is, I'll, I'll see, let's see if I can actually do it. You went, well, that was just good enough. That's probably going to be a sequel. Uh, that sounds and, like something I'd say, yeah. <laughs> and I looked at you and went, what? And you went, wasn't great, but it's going to, it's going to, they're going to make a sequel out of it, whether we like it or not. 
and then we talked about the parts that we did like. Well, so. as a as a superhero comic book movie, mm-hmm. it, it works. It is yeah. a good, mm-hmm. even yeah. even more than good. It's, it's a great superhero movie. Yeah, it's not an X Men movie. Well, if we're gonna go back in time you know. mm-hmm. and yeah. and set this in the past, and I mean in the past. And we have it connected to a historical event. I'm like, uh, well, that's interesting. I like the twist. Uh, Right. But the the fact that, spoiler alert, they end up trying to do this with all of the prequel movies. Oh, yeah. And therefore end up failing horribly. The collection of characters. If this is supposed to be a reboot, which at the time we were all told it is. Right. Like, okay, so we realize, guys. We heard you. Mm-hmm. The last stand fell flat. Not good. Origins? Oh, you hated Whoops. it. Yeah. it We're going to start over. Yeah. But there was just enough, like, uh, just enough a tip of the hat to the older films. The fact that we've got Brian Singer back to produce and help, you know, conceive the script. Uh-huh. And we get Hugh Jackman for that one, one cameo, scene. that one line. Yeah. Which was cute. Which was cute. It was okay up to a certain point. I liked seeing young Charles because yes. this is a Charles yeah. we're not used to. Mm-hmm. This is the Charles a before he, Charles. Right. He, you know? he hasn't learned like, to be humble. Right. And this is a very angry Eric. Yes. Oh, you know, I love this that bar the, scene. Michael yeah. Fassbender is the best he, Magneto, I feel. I like Sir Ian, but like Michael Fassbender just plays him with this beautiful I feel anger. I feel, I feel they both fit their roles great. Like uh, I can't not yeah. like Fassbender and exactly. McAvoy. Yeah. I just I can't. can't. They're, know, they're, they're, they're too good of a group. On the other hand, though, they handle the universe poorly. Poor, even more than poorly. It's almost a slap to the face of anybody that read comic books. Right. Moira McTaggart is no longer Scottish. No. She's CIA. got a Scottish last name. CIA or She FBI? works for the CIA. CIA, mm-hmm. yeah. And the Hellfire Club, who, don't Jones get me wrong, Club. Kevin Bacon is a fantastic actor. Oh, yeah. He is. And he plays bad guy very well. Yes. The problem is he was wasted because the character that he was playing was not Sebastian Shaw. No. It was Mr. Sinister. Sinister. 110% of the way it should have yeah. been. Yeah. So so we've wasted, we've now wasted the Hellfire Club because yep. we've got a Sebastian Shaw that doesn't fit, an Emma Frost that's horrible, really boring. Just eye candy? J- January it. Jones was really just, just ca- cast because she looks just like the comic book. She's got big boobies. But can we she play there. the character? No. Well, no. So we're just going to write her as simple as possible. She will transform to, to me, diamonds. I feel that was and more of a of a, of a writing issue than the actual actress. And I no, thought she I, did fine with what she was given. I don't think so. But okay, I fair enough. I think she's she, a bad actress. But again, it was super simple, so like it's hard yeah, it's not true. to do really easy with it. I mean, and the collection wrong. of characters that are brought in the the this this first class, it's mm-hmm. like we we bring in some interesting mutants. Because we've never seen these characters we before, hit good except guys or bad for guys first. well, except for Beast, we yes. We, we, yes. we saw Hank McCoy, but now we're getting to see young Hank McCoy before he turned blue and furry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Holt, perfect cast, great, yep. But why do we all of a sudden have to wrangle Mystique into this kind and of family unit? And she's friends with Charles, yeah. Who, if you but watch again, the but again, remember X Men. Remember though, reboot. So we're yeah, like, okay, okay, so this is how we're taking it. This I, is how we're taking. Oh, interesting ah, spin. Time. I did. Yeah, I didn't hate it until the end. Yeah, I was like, okay, interesting spin. They've they've taken liberties with characters. So if Mystique is a 
good slash just kind of neutral character yeah. instead of pure evil. All right, I'll give it to you. Sometimes, you know, stuff changes and you have a good actress who fits a really good part and you want to keep them for multiple movies. And, you know, sometimes continually bad guys are hard to, like, have multiple times in a movie. You know right, what I mean? Right. So, like, putting her on a good side or just like a, like a neutral side. Have to be almost side. an anti-hero. Yeah, kind of as work, an anti-hero. I was know? like, all right, I can give you that until the end. Mm. Yeah. Until the end, yeah. But then you pick Havoc. Who they call instead of Skyclaws. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and they they call him Summers. Well, like they call him Alex right. Summers. He's Alex Summers, yeah. and so they're like they flipped the yeah. the big brother little like, brother dynamic exactly. from the comic book. It's and not it's Scott pow- is the older brother and Alex is the younger and his brother. His powers were different, so I'm like, yeah, his powers yeah. really weird. His powers because like in the comic, you know, it's more of like a pulsar kind of cannon type thing. And this yeah. thing, he's like, I take energy things that circle around me and I kind of throw it. What <laughs> like what? in the comic like, book? Since his powers are similar to Scott's, where right. it's solar radiation, it's the ra- it, right, it's okay. that radiation. At one point in time, his powers were so out of control, he had to start wearing that big black suit with the the headdress. Yeah, it oh, helped yeah. focus, focus? Okay. his abilities. But eventually, he got control over it to where he could start aiming it out of his fists mm-hmm. or. The, the apparatus in the, in, the, in and, the chest. And they kind of do that in first class, which was cool. With you know, the, the like chest. He had the chest. Right. Guard, you know, yeah. I was like, okay. Same thing with Banshee. We introduced yeah. Banshee, but Banshee's this kid. Irish kid. Mm-hmm. At, least he's, at least he's anything. Irish this time. Well, well, right. But I mean, it, it's... At least his powers, like, he kind of knew he could do different things. Like, oh, like, I can either do a sonar pulse, which make fish kind of go away, or I can scream so that it'll shatter stuff. He actually already has some control over it. At least in this movie, we actually see X-Men being trained yes. to use their mutant powers. powers you do. Mm-hmm. Something we had never seen before in any of the movies. How dare you? X3, the Sentinel had rolls. Uh-huh. Don't they sure. throw Banshee out a window? And they're like, just scream right, yeah, the just, ground. Just and he's, scream. Like, <laughs> he's like, well, you have you a can do it. suit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Good luck. There was a lot of potential in that movie, and that's why I said... This movie was good enough. It was definitely yeah. going to get a sequel. Mm-hmm. The Wolverine, July 26th, 2013. I didn't hate this movie. You know what? I like this movie. This movie was I didn't good. hate this movie either. This movie I thought was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Except for until the end. Until the, the, end. the third, <laughs> Even the third yeah, act, the third as we go into the third act, it turns into a comic, comic. book movie. Yeah. yeah. And it gets really and, and then silly. it does get a little silly. But again, yeah. by the time it gets silly, you've you're, already had so much awesomeness. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you know what? I, right. Fine, go right. whatever. Sure, the Silver Samurai is a big robot yeah. mech suit, suit, suit kind yeah, of yeah. a thing. Yeah, sure. Who cares? Viper is weird, but she's here for some reason. This yeah. was, you know what? This was one of those movies where if you talk to like comic fans, they were like. Eh, it was all right because the ending. If you talk to non-comic fans, they're like, "It was awesome." This is where yeah. they tried to play with that uh, that rated R content yeah. because uh-huh. there's an unrated version that's just more violence. <laughs> yeah, okay, and and that's all that it really is. But this was kind of the precursor to can we actually get away with a rated R movie. superhero film? Because if anybody should have a rated R film, it should be Wolverine, Wolverine. because of the level of violence. Yeah. And if you want to experience that violence, you have to show the blood and the gore and mm-hmm. the screaming and the killing, and you can't do that By very well in a PG-13 film. Correct. Right. X2 tried. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing I also appreciated about this film, it was a continuation of the trilogy of the X Men trilogy, we weren't. It wasn't a prequel. Uh, it had nothing to do with the first class. This was continuing on. This is what Logan happened to Logan mm-hmm. after, after he left the X Men. Right. He 
went into the woods into Canada and became a hobo. Yeah. That's what he does. Hobo. Until Reen. until he hobo hobo Reen. Mm-hmm. Until he was pulled back out by Yukio, mm-hmm. which by far my favorite character in the film. She was th- that actress was great. Brought the character to life because uh, she shows up a lot. If you read any of the old Wolverine stuff, Yukio is a huge part, part of yeah. his story. But uh, like we've all said, eh, yeah, I mean, it didn't, it didn't suck. It didn't en- enrage us like Last Stand and Wolverine, the, the Wolverine origin, origin crappy crap crap. God, yeah. But that this movie also did something else. It teased the next film, which was. Yet again, another prequel, yeah, but also a continuation, huh? Weird. And it Say also what? showed the suit that he never wore. Well, in a so deleted yeah, scene, you have to you'd have to buy the in a deleted the scene. Film. Yes, yeah. you get to you get to see a version of of his second suit, the brown and the brown and tan. and tan, mm-hmm. which I've always preferred that one. In, in my mind, it, it it yes, it's more Wolverine. The yellow. Yeah. Kind of screams, look at me! Yeah. yeah, bright yellow center of attention, where that like dark tan and dark yellow is like he can more and blend cause, in. And because because Logan wants to be the center of it. That's what I'm saying. Wolverine, I mean, no, he's more like your your. But if you're sneaky. thinking about it, you almost make Wolverine your tank, so you want people to focus fire on him because it just he, fucking he heal through it. Yeah. yeah, right. He, he can take the hit. So I, that's like stri- red. Yeah, strategically, <laughs> stun- I don't understand Wolverine wearing literally a bull. Yeah, look at me. Yeah. Well, Shoot at me. Yeah. Don't pay any attention. Don't hit Iceman. Hit me. Right. He'll shatter. Oh, but yeah, I, I I liked this movie. I thought it was I thought it was fun, like the whole time. Like that's something I can't say about a lot of the previous ones. This to me was just fun. It, it was fun to like, the last boss fight. Like, I, I was, thought the I, last boss fight was fun. I, well, I, I know. giant I samurai mech. The last boss fight was fun. I didn't like the whole concept of like him breaking his claws and all that weird silliness. Yeah, that was sure, one part whatever, of the fight that I was like, yeah, that's yeah. dumb. And it was all just to get bone marrow out of his claws, and I was like, really? It was weird. And then they don't do anything with, with that it, in the next like, film at all. Mm-hmm. So it really like, didn't eh, matter. Which is why I thought it was. I'm like, it had issues, but not as many issues as some of the previous films before it. Correct. And because it wasn't technically an X Men movie, it was a Wolverine movie. Right. It made sense that now this focuses on well, Wolverine. Wolverine. Well, yeah, yeah. X Men: Days of Futures Past. May 23rd, 2014. I got to admit something. Go on. When it was announced that the next movie was going to be Days of Futures Past, I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, really? I was excited. Go on. Because despite the fact that it was only two issues in the actual comic, it is so iconic to the X-Men fans that the concept of trying to put this on the big screen to tell this story... Seemed impossible, and and it was. It, this is not the comic book story of Days of Futures Past. No, this is the movie continuities version of doing a take on mm-hmm. Days of Futures Past. Well, this is them doing a take on somebody telling them the story of Days of Future Past that they had heard from their kid yeah. who just read the <laughs> comics of who, Days no, of Future who, who Past. Who just saw the cartoon yeah. based off Days of Future Past. If people weren't confused enough already, we've now gone, the, our second prequel movie now definitively says, hey, we are connected to those other movies because uh, here they are in this dark dystopian future fighting mm-hmm. for their very lives. Both teams came together. Yeah. 
which you're like, what? I can like, respect the try. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Like them being like, all right, this is all a giant web of icky, sticky stuff. Let's see if we can make something of it. Right. They couldn't, but I respect that they I, tried. I respect they tried. I like what they did with the characters. I mm-hmm. thought the fight scenes were really fun. I mm-hmm. thought the movie was fun. The only part I hated was that they were like, how do we connect it? We know. We'll just give Kitty Pride a secondary mutation. And you're like, uh, uh, what? And again, it's... What? Like, yeah. what a weird way to tie that in. And the only person really? we can use it on is Wolverine, he's been alive forever. Yeah, let's not use like, Magneto or Charles or, Xavier. Yeah, exactly. Only Wolverine. Just the, the dude. Right. The reasoning behind everything. Uh, if you if you just go with it, it's mm-hmm. fine. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's kind of the problem. When you start... factor allows him to right. regenerate long enough to go back in sure. time. Sure, okay, Whatever. fine. The problem is, is that, yet again, though, we are still obsessed with taking the characters that are well-established in the comic books and not respecting them when you put them on film. Mm-hmm. Case in point, what the hell are we doing with Mystique? Why is she huh. some... She's an assassin now. Okay, this and this is fine, but then her whole turn of, oh, no... I'm not so angry anymore. And, yeah. You know, let's all let's let let's do it Charles's way. Mm-hmm. And so the thing that I didn't like about First Class, and I, I I only alluded to it previously, was that basically in the end, Mystique has a choice: right. side with Magneto or side with Xavier. Yeah. And as she's making the choice, she chooses Xavier. She veers off to the shot Xavier, and the first thing he says is not "thank you," whatever. It's "go be with him, <laughs> Mystique. You know you want to." And like to well, me, that yeah. takes all her agency away. She is no longer making a choice to join the Brotherhood. She is being told, "Hey, go it, team with Magneto." I see. I'm going to have to disagree with you right. because it's I'm going to go to Charles because of loyalty and the fact, hey, I do secretly love him. Yes. Yeah. But he read her mind. I know you want to be with Eric. I know you're passionate for what he believes in yeah so i'm not going to force you i'm not going to use our bond to guilt you into staying with me so go ahead and go i know that's what you want to do there at least that's how i looked at it see I would, okay I, and that fair. one makes a little bit more sense yeah. but then all of a sudden evidently between that movie <laughs> and yeah. days of futures past she is broken away from Magneto, mm-hmm. yep. and she's become this third entity, rogue, cold, yeah, calculating. Assassin. I'm just going to assassinate people who don't like mutants. I don't care. Yeah. So it's like she took Magneto's doctrine and went with it since yeah. he was all locked up. But then, you know, we're actually able to reach her by the end of the film, and she stops. Mm-hmm. And it's Magneto who reaches her, which is which is also weird, weird too. Magne- Magneto reaches Raven and gets her to stop and not assassinate Tiger. Trask. Or Trask, mm-hmm. yes, Trask. Sorry. I thought it was the president. Because they're in the baseball stadium, right? Right, yeah. yeah. I think she was going to kill them both. Yeah, yeah. she wants to kill them both because one developed the Sentinels and one was going to release right. the Sentinels. So, so, so I mean, it was, it was pretty much both of them. She's trying to go for both. Don't kill Nixon. Don't kill right. Tyrion. Right. Yes. Yes. Don't He's, kill Tyrion Lannister. Uh, they'll kill his character later. Right. <laughs> The problem with the Mystique character in these prequel films keeps on happening because in these prequel films, we are now focusing on McAvoy, Fassbender, and Lawrence. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the actors that are playing these characters are the ones who are going to get the focus. Yep. Just like all of the focus went to Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart, and Ian McKellen in mm-hmm. the original trilogy. Therein lies your problem with these early these prequel films is... Correct. Just because you have a popular actor or actress 
stop revolving your story around something that their character is supposed to do when it makes no sense for that character to do it. Should, it should, the, the character should be the team. Yes. I mean, and it's another, called X-Men. Right, it should not be the X team. Mystique. Well, I think another problem of Days of Future Past, as you just said, the, the first movie revolved around Xavier, Magneto, and Mystique. But now in Days of Future Past, here's Wolverine all over again. Because oh, what right. we've been missing is we oh, haven't Wolverine. had any Wolverine in our prequel movies. So we got to have some Wolverine. Instead of having a cool little triangle, now we have a square. And I'm not saying that I didn't like the fact no. that we got to see a younger, well, a, a younger unquote, in time right. version of Logan. No yeah. metal claws. Right. Bone. It's the bone stuff. And I'm like, all right, we, don't see, we didn't get to see enough right. of that. It's just, again, we have these films that are based on comic books mm-hmm. that if somebody just picked up a comic and read a little bit about these characters and the stories and adventures that they went on, Yeah, those would make great movies instead of doing these hodgepodge funhouse mirror versions of these stories that we love. Here's our idea of what happened. That's how I feel like some of these movies are. Like Here's Brian Singer's idea of what happened or whoever directed it. Brian Singer just watched Rush Hour 3, and now he's writing (laughs) X-Men. X-Men Apocalypse, May 27th, 2016. Total shit show. The only saving grace of this whole movie is Fassbender's opening scene with his family and the deaths. And when he walks in to that factory and gives that beautiful speech about now their families will know what it's like to lose someone they love, oh, that had me. And then here's Apocalypse, and he's like, nah, I'll just kill them all anyway. Who gives a shit? Like (laughs) They continually take away choices that, that can define these characters hate that yeah yeah this this was a film that should have been no oh, man the epic i mean it's yeah. it's it's your third one this mm-hmm. should have been the big one we're now entered because now we're in the 80s yeah again we're limiting ourselves because each movie has to take place in a different decade right. so it, uh, eye roll yeah big eye roll but now since we're in the 80s we can introduce Characters that have already been introduced in films, but now we're seeing them at a younger age in a different timeline. Thank you, Days of Futures Past. We get young Gene. We get young Cyclops. Cyclops. Mm -hmm. We get young Nightcrawler, young young Storm. Storm. One guy who they did hit on who I liked, Quicksilver. In this oh, movie, yeah. oh yeah, we've, we've we we didn't mention Quicksilver no, in Days it, of Futures Past because he has because yes. he has that really awesome scene in the kitchen. Yes, yeah. uh, That's but it. this movie only good thing in, in my mind only has I'll see two good things and one negative thing. Okay. Only has two scenes in my mind. This movie has the scene with Quicksilver when he's running through the mansion saving everybody. Yeah, yeah. because that was epically and awesome. I, it made me laugh a lot. And then crap, that's where the second scene was. The weapon and, and it, stuff. Uh, the Weapon X stuff, yeah, Ugh, but no, because uh, I was even there was even okay. another scene in there as pr- primarily the Quicksilver stuff that I really kind of liked. Oh, well, but the thing that I really hated one. about it was the fact that Apocalypse is like, I'm gonna get the strongest mutants out there to be on my side. Hey, Angel, you lost in a fight. You're on my team. Makes no sense. Yeah. How's he the strongest? Yeah. If you lost. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, there's they a got, lot of issues here. They, they got the they got the character again. Oh, God, like they keep on getting their villains wrong. wrong. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they don't have the balls to actually allow these villains to be villains because the comic books, you can pick up some apocalypse oh, stories. God, he's ruthless. It's, he's actually he terrifying. When he's in the comic, you're like, oh, no, what's going to happen to some of my beloved heroes? Yeah. And you're you're legit scared. Exactly. In this movie, I was not scared at all. Like I was like, apocalypse here, 
Who cares? Well, when Magneto is taller than Apocalypse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How how imposing is that? Apocalypse is also supposed to have been responsible for moments in history. Yeah. Yet in this movie, we've we've just locked him away. Well, he no, was. Hey, hey, he's buried. He was. He was. He was there for Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then and then uh, fell in a hole. Fell yeah. in a hole and was <laughs> locked away <laughs> until now the eighties. Yeah. Oh, weird. but we get we get Moira McTaggart. Who, back. Und- doesn't she dig him up or she discovers? Was she dis- him up? She's yeah. tracking the cult that's that him worships. Him yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. In Sabanur. Yeah, her and Brendan yeah. Fraser are back for another exciting <laughs> adventure in Dude, Egypt. Dude, I would be on board with that. They had, yeah. How dare you? Those movies are fantastic. They are, I, yeah, I, I love those. All three of them. I'm not. I am yeah. not. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, I love Giant Yetis. I love. Yeah, that was great. Giant Yetis. fantastic. So yes, that. this is hot garbage. <laughs> yeah. X- garbage from the butt. X Men Apocalypse yeah. is hot garbage. They get things wrong mm-hmm. badly, and, and they th- go way too over the top. Instead of telling a, I'm not saying that the world can't be in peril. They don't really go with what Magneto. Magneto changes the structure of the Earth at some yeah. point. He kills. Hundreds of thousands of people. Well, I mean, and they just are like, "See you later, buddy." You helped. You threw a big X I, in front of the apocalypse, and now we're saved. I, yeah. I can't say how the comics did the Four Horsemen. I remember the way the cartoon did the Four Horsemen, and that was pretty terrifying. How they were like, "We have a cure." People go to get cured when really they become a horseman of the apocalypse or killed. Yeah, you know. Oh well, yeah, and, depending and, and on those, if you don't. And survive. those horsemen were terrifying. Yeah. And this movie, you're like, okay, you have the horsemen, and they didn't really quite terrify me, but you're like, I have Angel, who's death, and then I have Magneto, who can destroy the Earth. Yet Angel, who's death, was like more of the top tier than Magneto, and I was like... Well, not um, only that, but what? but like, the cartoon, but specifically the comic yeah. books, their abilities also mirrored what they were horseman-wise. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, true. You know, war was able to... Well, the war that you're introduced to for the first time in the comic books was able to cause almost kind of like seismic quakes. It, right, it I thought it was of, quake. It's not quake, well, though? He's not, it's, okay. No, it's not quake, and it's not avalanche. Right, yeah. But he had a very similar power set. Okay. okay. And then famine was very similar to rogue's power set yeah. to where she could suck energy out. Now it's mm-hmm. touch of death. Right. And then pestilence... Uh, was somebody who had the ability to uh, bring... Uh, was it insects? I don't think it was insects. It wasn't necessarily insects. It was sickness. That's it. was sickness. So, you know, yeah. you got sick. You got you got violently ill when she was around. Yeah. Stuff like that. And then death. Well, yeah. Warren was just easily manipulated yep. at the time because he had just lost his wings mm-hmm. yeah. in the mutant massacre. Oh, that's right. And he was duped. And I can get your wings back. Great. Right. Yeah, that's, exactly. It was like, oh, essence. I can get my wings back. And it was, well, it, here's the fine print. You're also going to be my th- uh, under my thrall. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to murder a lot of people yeah. while, while you're doing it. You're going to be under my control completely. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. And you see, because we just throw a character in and go, hey, okay, let's uh, fry his wings, and then Apocalypse will give him metal ones. Yeah. We don't care anymore. There's yeah, no, no there's all. no pathos for the character. No. We're not building to these epic moments. We're just shoving them into a movie so that there is a visual that people can say, that was in the comic book. Yeah. Well, you know what? And he was a cage fighter. That was even more dumb. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're a cage fighter who was a champion, fought Nightcrawler who didn't want to. He whooped your butt, and now you're drinking a lot, and like you're on our team. And he had hooks you on didn't his care wings. about this guy. Uh, you didn't care yeah. about this guy at all. Like You were like, well, who yeah. cares about an ex-cage fighter? Yeah. 
You didn't care about yourself. Why should we care about you? And then thank God Olivia Munn was there for eye candy because that's yeah, literally the Psylocke. only thing she was there for. You know what, though? She did, I mean, she she did look She looked exactly great. Like yeah. she, does, the she looked the does. part hardcore. She did. She did. That's, that's it. That's so it, though. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, this sad. was this was a huge disappointment. I, she, I actually I kind she of was one of the horsemen. Yeah. I forgot she was silent. Yeah. Storms the other one, but they but they, right. do they ever really give which horseman is which? No. no. Yeah. Okay. You're no. just there's always. Well, remember there's, always just, four. there's just four. Yeah. yeah there's four nobody horsemen. gets uh-huh. nobody gets names. Names. Mm. There's just the number. Four. You're number yeah. one. You're number two. Three. Yeah. Horseman number four. one. Horseman yeah. number two. And your horseman Scott. Yeah. Yeah. My wish for this movie is instead of anything that happened, there was there's like a a run a throwaway gag where. Jean Grey, Scott Summers, Jubilee, and Nightcrawler all jump into a car and go to the mall. That's yeah. the other scene I liked. That that's the other scene. That's yeah. what I wanted the movie to be about. And most yes. of that ended up on the cutting room floor. Yeah. yeah. It was it was longer. There was more there was more Jubilee. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's in the, the movie. In the 80s. And then you know she would have grown up by the time the 90s. Uh, she would have been yeah, a chili dog sense. baby. Yeah. Uh, again, uh-huh. setting these in different yes. decades, yet it's none of up. your characters seem to age. At all. But we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, unfortunately, this should have been where the X-Men team films should have ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, sadly, that is not the case. No. But there is at least one more glimmer of hope when it comes to the franchise as a whole. Logan, March 3rd, 2017. Now, I liked this movie. That's I loved Ooh, this got movie. Got one up me, huh? All right, whatever. I loved this movie. This was the redemption for all Wolverine, Logan-centric films. There's one reason I don't love it. I like it. Like, I strongly like it, but I don't love it. Hmm. We'll get to that. What's your... I've got two two dings against it yeah. for, for, for what it what it is. I mean, people wanted Old Man Logan, the, the story from the comic book. That's, a, dysto- that's a dystopian that. future yeah, where the Marvel Universe has been taken over that by is, the bad guys. That you is can't a, have that. That is a Mad Max meets the X-Men movie. Well, that's a Mad Max meets the Marvel Universe, Universe movie. movie, right? And even and cool, technically now that Disney owns the X now could do it. You could do it, and but would we really want to see that movie? No, I'd like to see that in animation. Yeah, yeah, be cool. I think it would. I think you could definitely get away with it in animation. Yeah, Marvel animated up your game. I tolerated this movie. You, what? yeah, wow. you were. I am the heel of the yeah, group here. This one. You, uh, well, you are, and I get that. That's the role that you've chosen the, to take, <laughs> but. I don't understand that this was. I'm not going to say this was a flawless movie, because but this was wasn't. a near flawless this film compared. Disagree. to the majority of this franchise. Oh, for that sense, yeah. I'll for, agree to that. For this, oh, okay. Well, thank this, you. This, this, this is the is, best X Men movie of all these that we've listed so far. I don't agree with that. This is the best Wolverine movie. Okay, I will give you, you that. You, okay, but. I can't say in the X. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're right. Because I movie, include so Deadpool in the X verse, and I know you two don't, but I do. Well, for, no, I do too. That's not I, the I point. I do too, but in this case, it's not on the list. Yes, correct. That's it. what I'm saying. This is the second best movie on this list. X two is my favorite, and it's uh, to me X two stands up to this day. Watch X two now, no, it's still, it's and still it's still holds, no, it still holds up. You're not wrong. Logan is a very good Western movie. Mm-hmm. That they turned into a superhero movie, but were too afraid to make it about superheroes. True, true. You think so? Uh, I'll, yeah, absolutely. I'll agree with you there because one of my one of the disappointing things that I I felt about the film is that there's this whole thing. Oh, we got to get these kids to Canada. Yeah. Why? Why didn't yeah. we? Why didn't we introduce? Because the, the mutant underground is in Canada. Mutants are safe in Canada. Why? Why? Well, yeah, I, I would. You want to know why? Because of Alpha Flight. 
we couldn't have, have introduced anybody in. from Alpha. There couldn't have been yeah. some sort of contact. The fact that we allude to there Xavier is. kills the X Men because yeah. of a, a brain seizure. Mm-hmm. That's dark. I, I love going dark. Wolverine's abilities, his his healing factors, they're going. It's going away. Right. He's going to eventually die. Oh, he's getting okay. Po- his own his own metals poisoning right. him. Right, exactly. And shutting out his healing factor. You're like, oh crap. I love dark is great. I love the yeah. depressing stuff. And then there's the the moments of levity. Mm-hmm. The only problem besides the fact that we didn't introduce anybody from Canada for yeah, the kids to go to was that when and again remember we we said spoilers when Xavier dies. There doesn't seem to be any moments reserved for Logan to grieve. He moves on right away. And for them to have the relationship that they had, I feel that that was a missed opportunity. When he dies, Logan should have went into that huge berserker rage, murdered everyone, and then yeah. only then gone to see like cho- like he then cried in his arms after yeah. the berserker. Yes, the berserker calms down and he's got blood all over him he should have been he he should have been bawling like he did when gene died he should have dropped to his knees claws out hands held open and just been crying like oh why you know like why and And, i'm crying had that been in the film i think it would have been a great it would have been the perfect wolverine film and jackman could have pulled it off easily he could yeah easily oh yeah you couldn't be like oh it's out of his range it is not he could easily pull that off. yeah yeah definitely i i'm i'm sad that they didn't. That that this was the end of Jackman. Right. I, I yep. have loved him as Wolverine, Wolverine. that character. Agree. He's been my Wolverine. He's the char- he's the person to play a character the longest and yeah. the bestest. Yep. And and the bestest. So, as of now. As of now, we'll see how we'll Tom see Holland does. Yeah, we'll see how the future holds. Dark Phoenix, June seventh, twenty nineteen. Pass. I'm going to issue yet again another spoiler warning. This is a fairly new movie. Most people have either seen it already or they're waiting for it to come out on DVD because this one was the biggest disappointment. This movie isn't even called X-Men Dark Phoenix. It's just called Dark Phoenix. My co-hosts here have not seen the film yet. I, of course, have. I had a chance to see it. I passed on seeing it because passed it looks on terrible. It because, well... You ain't wrong. I read reviews in Premature Reviews said wait. <laughs> Just wait to see it. Like don't rush out and see it. So I was like, oh. The thing is, and then I would actually there's there's great there's a lot of great videos out there that go into detail the production hell that it was in because there was oh, one man. version of the movie that was shot and then massive reshoots had to happen because test audiences weren't happy and then the merger was starting to be on the table another rumor is that in the original script and it was shot this way the aliens that show up to try to take the phoenix force from gene gray there's aliens there are aliens oh at least they kept that in right they're aliens Mm -hmm. they're this throwaway made up race no no eighth string alien race from the comic books they exist but they were supposed to be the scrolls not the Shi'ar. Well, no, not the Shi'ar. I like the cartoon better already. The cartoon series from the 90s yeah. got the Phoenix slash Dark Phoenix saga right. I feel like, yeah. They didn't do it the way that it was done in the comic but book. Still like they but they right. still got it enough that it was a solid story that you could understand. It was emotional, too. Yes. Like, I was emotional. It moved as a kid, which is weird for a cartoon. Dark Phoenix, you really don't care about anybody and anything that happens because... Right off the bat, it's like, so here we are, we're in the 90s, and this has happened. Mutants are accepted. Oh, 
Yeah. When did that happen? During the 80s? Well, well sometime between apocalypse? between Apocalypse and now. They're like, you guys aren't so bad. I know you destroyed Xavier the Earth, Xavier has you. a bat phone direct to the president. Oh, the X-Men oh. actually go on missions oh. and help the government out. Man, is that? That's so bad. <laughs> they're, they're Batman. I was double-checking something, and it's funny. In movies, rarely do you get a second chance to do something. Yes. But this is a rare opportunity for a writer to get a second chance at not failing in a script, and yet he fails Still harder yes. here than he did in, the, in at X-Men The Last Stand. So the person I'm talking about is, of course, Simon Kinberg. He is the writer for X-Men Last Stand and also the writer yes. for Dark Phoenix. That's why oh, was... Also the director. The director, yeah. yes. Well, when this is his first movie. <laughs> that's why when this movie was yeah. coming out, people yeah. were like, don't have high hopes. Phoenix is being directed by the guy who did... The Last Stand, and it's like, oh, and like that right away. Kinberg's like, been attached uh, to the X Men universe for the, he, the films for a while. He has, but yes. again, the fact that people are directing it straight to that, I was like, and that was right. reviewers. I'm going, that's a bad sign. If you're like, yeah, you can tie this one into Last Stand. It's like oh. this one right here suffers from the fact that you, you're setting everything in decades, but nobody ages. Correct, of course not. So that's that. That's just you, thirty you, it's glaring. You cannot not think that thirty years issue. have gone by. At least twenty to thirty years have gone by, and these kids still get their eighteen. Well, well like, that's not specifically fast. Ben, or Charles and Eric should be in their sixties by the nineties. Yes, it mm-hmm. should be, and they look like they're at least in their early forties. Because they should mm-hmm. right Maybe now mid forties. Right now, almost Mutant the point power. was like get those guys out of there and reintroduce Patrick Stewart, and you know, be like, hey, bring them back in. That yeah. ties it in. Like, oh, they did age. Faces. Right. Uh, th- this this film is all about. Or mutants are up on top, yeah, and it seems like Xavier is using the X Men to prove to humans that, hey, you can trust us because we can save the day, and uh, all the love, all the love, all the attention, all the attention. Boo. They go on the space mission to save the space shuttle. Of course they do. Bermet the Venom. Phoenix Force Uh-oh. attaches itself into Gene. Okay. There's an alien race searching for that power because that power destroyed their world. That Obviously. makes sense. Their ultimate goal: get the power, destroy all humans, take over the Earth for their own. Hmm. Okay, not bad. So sounds far. So, very so scroll like. It does. Sound very it sounds from very the comic book. Very like yeah. step one to step two to step three right. to step four. Step one underpants. Step two. Mm. Step three profits. Yeah, and and we get <laughs> we no get a lot of flip flopping with characters because of emotions of that the script says that I have about these issues. The ending of the film, the big the the third act, yeah. which suffered the the majority of the rewrites and the spider does not feel like it's a part of the movie that you just watched. Okay, really? Yes, because it's so high it's like- octane action. Non-stop, and you're like, "Well, where the hell was this? This an hour ago during the hour and forty-five minutes of the, the previous stuff I've been watching." Dark Phoenix is such a disappointment, and and the fact that this is the end too. Yeah. This that we you don't good. get any more chance. Good, right? It's it's good because I think we can move on to bigger and better things. But why did we have to go out on such a sour note? Hey, you could have stopped at Logan. Yeah, they let it go. Logan and went on a high note. They could have. And the thing is that this, this if, if the merger hadn't happened, mm-hmm. this was supposed to be the start of an, uh, another trilogy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this, though. If this was supposed to be the start of the next trilogy of X-Men movies, why start that trilogy out with Dark Phoenix? Not Phoenix. Phoenix. And why not just do Phoenix first? Mm-hmm. 
lead into Dark Phoenix. Am I not wrong? Didn't wasn't she having visions of Phoenix in one of the previous movies? No, and Age Xavier of Apocalypse. Or, not Age of Apocalypse. Apocalypse. They yeah. kind of hint that Charles is blocking something. That's so, right. a, a, a stronger a super, power. A like super power did, in her. Actually, yeah. what, like what they did with uh, X three, where there was yeah. no space. It was just right. he was mentally blocking the Phoenix. At persona. least in this one. At least in this one, there is an entity uh, that is augmenting her power. So, so it is a okay, being. Cool. It is. It a is a being. being technically kind of sort of it's a power that tickles her darker impulses it's basically if gene drank a lot and decided (laughs) you know not Mm. to use common sense it's emo gene guys (laughs) right yeah sad that we went out with a whimper and not a bang where this franchise is concerned but happy because now the future looks bright were the fight scenes even worth it who was nightcrawler in it yeah, Nightcrawler was. Does he bamf around? In it, he bamfs around, and yes, the fight scene at the end of the movie was at least entertaining. Okay, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, can't wait for this DVD. Right. Those are our thoughts, but we want to know your thoughts on the X film series as a whole. Reach out to us at our website over at mybigfatpolispodcast.com or visit us at Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Let us know are you glad that these films are over? hopes for the future they don't mess it up that's my hope that, for the that, future that, that's your yeah. simple hope. it's a simple bar it's an easy <laughs> thing you just take a step over it and we're there i mean they royally <laughs> screwed this franchise like i mean come on that's yeah. my hope okay. don't mess it up so bad okay my, well, my, the, yeah my hope and maggot you can do a deadpool and deadpool yeah. 2 movie well you can do a bunch of Marvel movies very well. Mm-hmm. Bring that crew to do an X-Men movie. And I think they'll have something really good. Recast it. I don't care. Definitely. Well, you but have to. Slap that Marvel name on it. Get some of those writers involved in it. And I think they know what fans want. Get Deadpool in it even. Hell, I don't care. Really. Language. I've got high hopes. I've been disappointed too many times where Fox is concerned. And now that Disney Marvel has the rights they're they're not going to sit on this franchise for long uh, we will no, they're, no. They're, there's going to be a movie within the next five years five years i would say five minutes at the least like the, there's a well, bad they've already, taste in people's they've, well they've already, they've already said that it. yes yeah. it's like that's what we, i'm saying we've phase four was already set mm-hmm. yeah before the merger so we have no plans to try to shoehorn any of this stuff and that's that's good that's because fine. that gives them plenty of time to figure out how to do it right do we get the mutants who are supposed to have existed for centuries how do we explain their existence in the marvel in this marvel cinematic universe that's the big question that i'm worried about when the answer comes that that's where i'm worried i would rather see them kickstart animation i want another animated x-men cartoon because it seems that even even when you water down the stories, animation, they they nail these characters. Yeah. The 90s cartoon, I loved. Yep. Mm-hmm. X-Men Evolution oh, in the 2000s. So even though they de-aged most of the characters and, and made twist. it more, mm-hmm. more teen angsty, yeah. it was still good. And it worked. That it one worked. season of Wolverine and the X-Men. So good. Oh, my Jeez. God. So that, that, is, that is where my hope lies for the future. I want to see movies that resemble the comic books that I read. There are great stories there 
we don't have to ignore all of that continuity. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, give me some animation, baby, because I want some X-Men cartoons. Yeah. That's what I feel that's the one thing Marvel kind of lacks in they is do, their, their animation department. Movies, cartoons, like Oh yeah, when yeah. it comes to animation, Marvel Disney totally lacking. DC mm-hmm. is killing it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yet they can't make a movie for anything. Yeah. A movie to save their life besides mm-hmm. most of Wonder Woman and, and the majority of Aquaman. Right. Yeah. Although I, I still haven't seen Shazam yet, so I can't, uh, I can't speak Ooh, it's to good. it. So. It's fun. Okay. It's fun. It's lighthearted, which yeah. is weird for DC, but it was lighthearted yeah, okay. and fun. Well, before we get on to a DC yeah, conversation, right. we want to know what are your hopes for the future of the X-Men franchise now that it belongs to Marvel Disney? Let us know by heading over to our website at mybigfatpolis.com and give us your thoughts. There's been a, there's been a lot of love during this episode, a lot of lot, lot of hate too, but but a lot of love. Mostly hate. Most, uh, oh, yeah, probably about sixty forty where yeah. the hate love ratio is concerned, and it's all because we didn't add the Deadpool films. Yes, there's yes. been a lot more love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sad that this uh, this day has come, but also very uh, very anxious to see what the future holds. So. Until we get a new X-Men film in a brand new continuity, I'm Mr. X. I'm Smurfy. And I want that damn yellow costume. Pistol danger. Bang. And we'll see you next time. That's our show, folks. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe on the podcast listening app of your choice. What he means is download and subscribe on every app possible have comments questions suggestions for future shows reach out to us at our website at mybigfatpulllist.com you can also follow us on facebook twitter and instagram until next time keep your web fluid sticky your batarangs sharp ouch and your space guns charge that's not a space gun that's megatron Title that I'll put on the action on online will be something like X Men United Films RIP or something like yeah. that. No, Aww. not United. Aww. <laughs> United and Death. X Two X Men United was the dumbest. No, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Was it X Two? I thought it was X Three United. No, oh X Two X Men United. Oh, that was. And X Men Three was X Men Three: The Last Stand. Okay. I thought X Men Two was just X Two. <laughs> like, no, 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 it's X Two X Men United. Okay. Now I feel bad. Yes, you should. <laughs> Even though X-Men 2 is the superior of the original three. It is. Yes. It is. It is. Yeah. But it's got a dumb name. Yes. Well, yes. We're okay. going to try to start this episode again. Insert the tone. <laughs>